Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Oversized ruffles? Sequins. Fringe. This spring, there's no such thing as too extra. Dive right into the maximalist trend with Macy's. The blingier, the better. They've got what to wear anywhere, like a showstopper look for the front row seats at a show. Macy's has the bright colors and mixed textures that command attention. Check out your new fave styles at Macy's.com slash own your style. For the next few weeks, you will see it here in my Call of the Day podcast feed. But now's the time to add this new podcast to your app by searching Dr. Laura's Deep Dive Podcast and clicking the subscribe or the follow button so that it arrives each Wednesday in your podcast app. This way you will never miss an episode of my new Dr. Laura's Deep Dive Podcast. Dr. Laura's Deep Dive. Deep Dive. Offering new analysis and advice on some of life's more perplexing problems. Deep Dive. Marriage, relationships, mental health, and more. Deep Dive. Dr. Laura's Deep Dive Podcast. I'm a dog person. Cats, uh, not so much. Throughout most of history, the relationship between humans and animals has primarily been utilitarian. Horses pulled carts. Dogs protected farms. Cats ate rodents. Through time, our dependency on animals to help in our daily lives evolved into warm, close, bonded relationships with them. And today, more than 66% of U.S. households own pets. And if you're one of them, you understand the joy of being greeted with absolute enthusiasm just for walking in the door. Pets enhance our lives with love and affection. Studies show they help reduce blood pressure just by petting them and that they may even help us live longer. Life with a pet, though, is bittersweet because when they die, and inevitably they do, they take a piece of our hearts with them. So over the years, I've gotten many calls from sad and lonely humans suffering the loss of their pets. I can relate. It was just a few years ago when my beloved Bibi's health started to deteriorate, and I had to make the decision to put her down. I told Janet all about it when she called distraught over the idea of having to put her dog Tucker down. Janet, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you, Dr. Laura? Hi. Okay. What can um, I help I'm with? calling you because, um, thank you, um, tomorrow we have to put our dog to sleep. And um, I just um, don't know how I'm going to get through it. And what what do you mean by getting through it? It means you'll die, well, you'll pass out, you'll throw up? I, oh, Tell me what you that. think getting, no, 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 I'm not being a smartass. Tell me what you think getting through it would look like. Um. I tried to think of that, and he's... he's been, no, don't he's tell been me about of, the dog. Don't tell oh, me okay. about your dog. I'm asking about you. What does getting through it for you mean? No crying? No being upset? No being sad? Oh, no. But what, are you, what is it you expect then? Just the, um, the emotional pain. You're going to have a lot of pain. You mean you don't want to have pain? Wait a minute. I want to know what my assignment is. You want to put your dog down without feeling any pain, regret, loss. Yeah, regret. They don't have another 10 years with him, but um, mostly. uh, Well, that's not about tomorrow. No, no. I just want you to be rational for a moment as to what your expectation is, because you're out of your freaking mind if you think you're not going to sob and feel like crap. Well, that's normal. 
I'm sorry, you want to avoid the tremendous emotion of letting go of a pet that's been family and your buddy and your best friend and warm and cuddly and you've gone through so many things together and memories and a drooling nose and an itchy ear and all the stuff they put us through, you're going to be crying and feel like crap. You know why you're going to cry and feel like crap? Because I'll miss them. Because you had a great relationship with this dog. I put my poodle down after 15 years, about a year and a quarter ago. And it was awful. Yeah. Of course it's awful. And the, the only way you don't get through it is if you die simultaneously. Otherwise, you will get through it, but you're going to feel horrible. Mm. But that's your price you pay for love. Yeah. If you couldn't stand the dog, do you think you'd be upset? No. You love the dog. Well, then, I hope you would be upset. I held her face and her forehead against my face while they injected her. And, oh, damn. See, it's a year and a quarter, and I'm going to start crying. (laughs) Whoa. And I told her how much I loved her and how much joy she brought to my life, and that I was going to miss her. And she had been a wonderful companion. That's what I told her. You said this? I asked the vet that because it's kind of a stupid question. But I asked it. I said, do you think she... Mm -hmm. And she said... The vibration and the emotion, she understood. So is it better for them that you're calm or that you're... you're no, I... It's... <laughs> you know... You're going to be whatever you're going to be, honey. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be over fast enough for them. Oh, it was terrible. And then uh, I had to pull my act together to get on the air. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But it took me, you know, I wasn't going to get another dog. Right. There shall be no dogs before BB or after. (laughs) And now I have Lily. It's going to be terrible. And and did that help your grief? I don't know, because I didn't have Mm -hmm. not doing it. Yeah. Uh, what, did getting Lily help my grief? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm not alone. Uh, alone okay. has many levels. You're alone if you don't have friends and, you know, activities. But yeah. there's something about your dog, as you know, yeah. that fills a place of aloneness that I think is special. The relationship between yeah. dogs and humans, there's something uniquely amazing. Yeah. And me and my husband, we each have a different relationship with him. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Okay. No, well, see, I just started to choke up just trying to describe yeah. that moment. But I would yeah. urge you to hold your dog's face and put your foreheads together and tell him okay. you're going to miss him. I urge you to okay. do that because mm-hmm. it made me feel less like Inject the dog. I'm out of here. Right, right. Oh, yeah, I would never let them be by themselves through something like that. You know what I mean? But it made it even more connected and personal. And nobody told me to do that. I just felt compelled. Mm -hmm. So I'm offering it to you because it's it's the best memory I have of the worst moment. Okay. And we are getting it done at home, so that um, will make it as beautiful as it can be in that moment. Um, Good. I did it at the vets. My vet didn't travel. Oh. Well, now they have companies that do that. Uh, Well, I wanted her to be with the vet that, you know, always patched her back up when something was wrong. (laughs) So there was no stranger in the room. Yeah. 
Oh, look what you did to me. Oh. Right, we need to go for a drink. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little early, and I have the rest of the program to do, but okay. <laughs> oh, it's real early in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, sweetheart. I guess it's the price we pay for love. Yes. Had we not loved, we wouldn't feel this pain, I guess. That's why I keep telling myself. That's, but that's true. And they do, and it's too. A, you know, do you think how you're going to feel like shit tomorrow is too mm-hmm. big a price to pay for the decade and more of what you had with that dog? Oh, no. And he's only five. It's a small price to pay. So when people go to put down their animals, they should think this is... This is a small price to pay. My pain is a small yeah. price to pay for the joy yeah. the animal gave me. You know, me. when you get when you get a pet, you think that's so far in the future, and it just comes so fast. Well, the bigger the dog, yeah, yeah. Uh, BB went fifteen years, and then everything just sort of all the systems went pff, gone. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. She was, she wasn't a cuddly dog, but she was a good buddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lily is ridiculously cuddly. <laughs> well, I At night, I find her laying across my chest, and I'm wondering why I can't breathe. <laughs> she's a lap dog, don't you know that? <laughs> well, she's a chest dog at night. <laughs> the bigger they are, the so, smaller they think they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what's your dog's first name? Tucker. Tucker, give me one great, hilarious story about Tucker. A funny one. Oh, Tucker loves to chase bunnies on the golf course. And he used to think he could catch them. <laughs> and they would, he would almost get up to them. And then he wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it was funny. Just the, fun and the, the fun of the chase. And um, to think back of when he was less able to do that, I'm just glad that, you know, he had those fun dog moments and, yeah. Um, you know, that's that's all that matters. I know that he lived the life of Riley. <laughs> Good. And yeah. I don't know. It was a movie, but did dogs go to heaven? They better. You better be right there waiting for me. <laughs> yes. I can't imagine that these creatures were put on our on this earth for our sheer pleasure that they wouldn't be there to greet us again. I just, hey, I'm with you. I have to believe that. Yeah. So, thank so you tomorrow is going to be a special day. Instead right. of looking at it as a horrible day, which it kind of is, mm-hmm. try to look at it yeah. as also a special day. Okay. All right. And if you want to call tomorrow afterwards, do so. Okay, thank you. appreciate it. But if you make me cry again and my nose starts running, we're going to have trouble. You just have to take a break, that's all. Yeah, that's it. Commercial break. I'm out of here for a while. All right. Don't there you go. My nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, block block Janet. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Laura. I appreciate your, your wisdom. So enjoy tonight. Oh, I will. Believe me. Well, we are. We're planning on a nice steak dinner. Oh, good. Okay. <clears throat> Let's be a send off. I'm glad you called, Janet. Take care. Thank you. And while you're sitting and feeling all the feelings that go along with this subject, I'm going to take a break. Deep dive. dive deep dive. Dr. Laura's Deep Dive Podcast. Does it take forever to close your company's books? It helps to know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, 1. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25, because NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1, because your business is one of a kind. So you get customized solutions for all your key performance indicators. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, improve margins. Everything you need to grow in one place. That's the power of NetSuite. Right now, 
Download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance, absolutely free, at netsuite.com slash drlaura25. That's netsuite.com slash drlaura25 to get your own KPI checklist, netsuite.com slash drlaura25. I love a challenge, but cooking a nutritious meal from scratch, uh, no, that's one challenge I gladly take a pass on. I'd rather enjoy a delicious restaurant-quality heat-and-eat meal from Factor. Every Factor meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved fresh, never frozen, ready to eat. It's like seven minutes in the oven at 375. You can check the nutritional information of each meal before ordering and looking at the package, and there's something for everyone with more than 35 weekly options and special dietary menus, including Protein Plus, keto-friendly, vegan, non-spicy. Factor even offers pancakes, smoothies, and other options for the entire day. Order just what you need each week. Pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Head to factormeals.com slash doctor50. Use the code doctor50 to get 50% off. That's code doctor50 at factormeals.com slash doctor50 to get 50% off. Dr. Laura's Deep Dive. Much, much deeper. Dr. Laura's Deep Dive Podcast. So my first tip for dealing with a terminally ill pet is to be there when the vet administers the injection. Hold their face. Put your foreheads together. Tell your dog or cat what they've meant to you and how you'll miss them. That's what I did with BB. And it made me feel a little better about a terrible situation. I don't believe in letting animals suffer because we don't want to let go of them. But sometimes people don't have the strength to make the decision to let their cat or dog go. When that's the case, allow someone you trust to meet with the vet and make the decision. Michelle knew she couldn't handle putting down her 13-year-old Shih Tzu when she called for advice. Michelle, welcome to the program. Sorry, Dr. Laura. How are you? I'm good. What's happening? Um, I'm having a dilemma. I'm going to shut the door here so my daughter doesn't hear me. And how um, old is she? She's seven. Okay. So we have a pet, a family pet, our dog, who is 13. And What kind of a dog? She's a, she's a Shih Tzu. And how long do Shih Tzus normally live? I've been told, you know, they can go as high as 16. Okay. So she's 13, and she has a large tumor on her belly, and it's bleeding, and it's just not a pretty thing. And I've been told by the vet that, you know, she can have surgery, but they're not sure if her heart can take the surgery. Um, I just don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. It's our pet dog. I mean, I've Okay, had so let me understand this. Um, their life expectancy, I just looked it up, is about 15. Okay. Okay. I mean, some always live longer. But... Right. And she's got uh, probably a terminal illness. Yeah, I mean, it's a large tumor. And if they do surgery, she may die anyway. Right. She has a heart that's not, I haven't had a right. heart. You know, she's not the well, strongest. I, I've had dogs my whole life. Mm-hmm. Right now I have four dogs. Mm-hmm. I am big on dogs. When one of my dogs went in and it was pancreatitis, I had a long talk with the vet, and I said, how crippling, how difficult. I just wanted all the details. Right. Because I said, I do not want to resurrect the situation if all she's going to do for the rest of her life is suffer. If that's the case, after you do all your testing and you find that that would be the case, then I'm going to have to put her down because I don't want her to suffer. That was not about my convenience. That was about, I don't want a dog to suffer, just so I can feel better still having the dog. Right. So you have to have that very honest conversation. You have to consider your finances. You have to consider the rehabilitation, if there is any. And you have to consider if this increases or does nothing to her lifespan and how 
horribly painful and terrible this is, and then you have to decide what's the most humane thing to do. I don't. Do, I don't do you have I a have DNR to... on yourself? No. So they're supposed to do whatever they can to keep you alive. Okay, then I understand you're going to let the dog suffer. <laughs> okay, I have a DNR. Okay. You know, do not resuscitate. If I'm in that state, let me go. I've had a fabulous life. Time to go. The thing is that right now she seems, she goes on walks. You have to have the discussion and be truthful. I don't have the courage to put her down. Well, then, can somebody else take over this responsibility for you and have this discussion and make the decision what's the best thing for the animal? Is your husband capable of doing this? He looks to me like, he looks at me and says, what should we do? And I'm Okay, do you have a mother or a father who has the strength to take care of this? My mom says, you need to think about putting her down. Okay, have your mother meet with the vet and allow your mother to make the decision. That way you don't have to feel guilt. Okay. I'm serious. If I were your next-door neighbor and we were best buddies, I'd ask you to let me handle it. I'd be crying, too, but I'm very big on, you know, the dog should not suffer. I mean, and that said, are you prepared to spend a lot of money? I mean, thousands of dollars, because that's what it's going to take. And I mean, Simply to have a sick dog who's going to die soon. Right. Uh, Now, what about my kids? What would I say? You tell them the truth. The dog is terminally ill and is suffering, and so we're going to put her down, and we're all going to do it as a family. We're going to go there, and this is how it's done. They give an injection. Dog does not feel any pain, and we all stand there, and we're touching and holding her and holding hands with each other, and we say wonderful things and how much we're going to miss her, and you do this as a family. You do this as a family, and if you don't have the guts to do this and you don't really care about your dog, no, I do. I do. Okay, I then I, I'm counting on you to have the guts to do that. Okay. Because when the dog is put down, you, you have to be there to help. It's a her? Yeah. Help uh-huh. her help her leave comfortably without fear. Okay. You owe her that. Okay. So let your mother handle this. Am I being a one? I mean, when, I mean, is this easy for other people? Because I didn't know. <sighs> well, it's probably... It's, you know, there are all kinds of people, sweetie. <laughs> Michelle, there are all kinds of people. There are some people who torture their animals. So I assume there are people for whom this would not be hard. But when you love your animal and it's part of the family, of course it's going to be horrible. We've had her for 13 years. That's right. 13 wonderful years that she had with you. All right. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Everything comes to an end, including us. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> I know. All my dogs are relatively, except for the poodle, relatively young. So I have a long time to wait. But it's going to happen three times to me. Four. Four. Altogether four if I live long enough. Okay. Instead of thinking of, of how you're going to miss her, why don't you think about the 13 years you had her? You know, we we get real distracted because we can't have it forever, and we stop thinking about how great it was. I mean, that's what the word bittersweet came from, you know. Um, bittersweet means it's sweet to have 13 years of memories. It's bitter that it has to end. But the only reason it's bitter is because it was sweet. If you couldn't stand the dog, it wouldn't make any difference, would it? Right. 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 I, do t- I do feel bad about all the times I moaned and groaned about having to walk her or clean <laughs> well, up that's, her. Well, <laughs> that's real life, too. Pick up her poop and clean yeah, up her, you, throw up. And... But you, yeah, that's uh, that's my funnest part, when they throw up the <laughs> grass and come in the house and what? Exactly. Okay, I'm going to call on my mom to be my strength. and Yes, good. That's what mommies are for. Yeah. She's good at that. Good. Thank you, Dr. Laura. What's your doggy's name? Betty. Betty. Okay. Is that your only dog? Yes. Well. My firstborn child. That's what I refer to. Firstborn child. (laughs) Well, at some point in the next year, you're going to get a dog. Oh, boy. Yep. Because you've got a lot of love to give. And I'm going to 
to take a long vacation before that so I don't have to right. get a dog sitter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you are so right. You know, got the dog, had the weekend, and then we said, we can't do anything. <laughs> exactly. We, we got, every two hours, we got to make sure this thing pees and poops and not here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, give, give a hug to Betty from me. Thank you. Have take a care. good day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. What do you say to the kids when their pet is dying or has died? You tell them the truth. We got this sweet Facebook comment from Sussie after posting a call of the day podcast about grieving the loss of a pet. A few years ago, my daughter and son-in-law explained to my then five-year-old granddaughter that their dog, who was 20, would be going to heaven in the morning. Before bedtime, my granddaughter tucked him in left a flashlight on next to his bed so he could see his way to heaven. True story. Chokes me up even now. (laughs) Sussie's family was truthful with her granddaughter, and you should be too. You can say they're going to doggy or kitty heaven. I believe you should have them at the vet with you and your pet if possible. It's a great lesson in compassion, which is why I told Tess about involving her three-year-old son. Tess, welcome to the program. Hi, Dr. Laura. Thank you for taking my call. I, I'm always Thank like, you. why are people so nervous and everything? And I'm actually really nervous to talk to you. And I don't know. I'd be scared to death to talk to me. So. <laughs> Just and nervous sounds reasonable. everybody else what I listen to. Yeah. Um, I'm calling in today. I have a three-year-old son. Um, and we also have a boxer great Dane mix. She just turned nine in February, and she got diagnosed with cancer a couple of weeks ago, and she is getting worse. So we scheduled a time to put her down. And her and my dog, or my son and um, my dog, are very, very close. And I guess I don't know how to have that conversation with them. Something else I didn't tell the screener because I didn't even think of it, but my mother-in-law also was diagnosed with cancer in January, and in three weeks she had passed away. So he already had that loss, and, you know, I because he was younger, I didn't think he really understood it. But as he's talking about it more, he understands death a little bit more than I thought he did. So I just don't know how to approach it with the okay. dog loss. This is, in my opinion, what you need to do. You sit him down in the same room with the dog, and everybody's petting the dog. And you say, you notice, what's the dog's first name? Katie. Katie. You notice Katie is sick. Katie is very sick. Katie has something Grandma had. And Katie is in a lot of pain. Hurts all the time. And so what you do when a dog or a cat is suffering like that is they give them a special chemical which just makes them go to sleep and pass on and, I don't know, go to dog heaven, whatever it is you explain. And... We all should be there as a family to hold Katie and say goodbye. Would you like to do that? Okay. Because that was going to be my other question, too. Should we have him at that appointment, or yep. would that be too yep. traumatizing? Okay. Yep. It would be more traumatizing, believe it or not, just to say, okay, we're taking Katie. Yeah, for him to come home tomorrow, yeah. This way he's there, and he's hugging Katie and kissing Katie and saying goodbye to Katie. Okay. I can do that. And it's going to tear up your heart. But it'll be good for your boy to show that kind of compassion to Katie. Okay. And not protect himself from being upset, but to allow being upset for Katie's sake. That teaches compassion. And after all, ultimately, that's what our job is with our kids, is to teach them things like compassion. Okay. To protect them from every hideous feeling. Because life is daily hideous feelings, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a rough couple of months in our family, so we look forward to some better days. But And then how soon is too soon to get another dog? I mean, should you I ask, let him? You ask, what's your boy's first name? Jack. Wait a week and ask Jack. And when you tell us when you think it's a good time 
to gather another dog because I believe Katie would not want you to be alone. Katie would not want you to be alone, Jack. So you tell us when you're ready. Okay. Okay, I can do that. I appreciate it. Thank First of all, much, what does a boxer Great Dane look like? I mean, a Great Dane is huge. She's not as big as a Great Dane, and she's not as hyper as a boxer. She was kind of a good mix of both of them. But, no, she, she is about, well, she was 80 pounds before she got the cancer. She's lost some mm. weight, but she hasn't been eating and stuff. But she was 80 pounds, and she would steal things off the counter and get into everything. But she was a good dog. She really is. So it will be a hard loss. Yes, it will be, and then there will be another pet. Yep, always another one. So, okay, I appreciate it. Thank you, Dr. Laura. You're welcome. That's a tough one, but I believe kids should be involved in those things, even at three. Take these few moments to reminisce about your favorite pet. I'll be right back. To Laura's Deep Dive. Deep Dive Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A deep dive. Deeper. Dr. Laura's Much Deeper. Deep Dive Podcast. People handle grief differently. Tony and Danielle do not agree on whether it's time to get a new puppy since their dog's death. Tony's not ready. Danielle's angry about that. Here's our conversation about working through their pain together. Danielle and Tony, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. Thank you. Hi. And you guys are married to each other for how long? Over six years, six and a half years. And do you have any children? I have two stepkids. Okay, so Tony, you have two kids. How old are they? They are 14 and uh, 12. Okay. What can I do for you? Well, we, we're we arguing. We uh, Here's the background, I guess. Um, our dog passed away three weeks ago today. And um, we're both kind of at a crossroads a lot of emotion, a lot of anger, because I've been really sad and I have a hole in my heart and I want a puppy and Tony is dead set against it right now. And we are both just on opposite sides of the spectrum of getting a dog and not getting a dog. And it's creating so much emotion and anger in our relationship. We're just like here sitting and we're just at a standstill. I I mean, it's making me so angry. I, I don't know what to do with all these emotions. And why is it making you so angry? I don't understand. I can understand disappointed, but why are you so angry? I'm angry because I feel like, um, like I needed permission to get this dog. That well, I you do, but you do because you're married. And, Wait a minute. Okay. You do need your permission, his permission to buy a car. <laughs> to decide you want another baby you two are married and big things only happen with the two of you in agreement so i think if that's why you're angry that's a little bratty (laughs) maybe it is so you gotta you gotta yank that that back dear this is the this is the man you're supposed to be loving don't do this angry crap 
because you're not getting what you want when you want it. That's not that's not the way to have a happy marriage. Right. And I agree. you both miss the dog. Is that my understanding? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, different people handle grief in their own way. Uh, I got Danielle who wants to bury the grief in a puppy. And I got Tony who doesn't isn't quite ready to open up his heart yet. Right. Basically speaking, this is a gender difference. <laughs> You're doing the girl thing because you are a what? Girl. He's doing the guy thing because he is a what? Guy. That's it. I want to close the door. I don't want to feel the feelings. I want to feel love again for a puppy because I'm so hurt right now. So yeah. it takes understanding what how each other is grieving. Danielle wants to grieve by just throwing it all into a new puppy who can pee and poop all over the house till it's trained. And Tony just doesn't want to open his heart to a puppy right now because it hurts too much. So yeah. why don't you just wait? Why don't instead of no dog dog, you hug each other and get through this grief period and then make a mutual decision on a dog? What kind of dog? I, mean, I think we've already made dog. some of those decisions. Well, but, but when you're grieving, you should be hugging each other. Not hugging a dog or not hugging a dog. You should be hugging each other. Are you both in the same room? Yeah. Yeah. Can, can, can you just hug each other right now? Because you're both <laughs> grieving over this dog? Just hug each other. You're supposed to come together when you're in pain. Yeah, it might have been a while since we did this. Yeah, and that's not a good thing. You give that to each other, not a dog. Yeah, it sounds so easy when you say it. So, Tony, I just need you to tell Danielle it just hurts so much you're not ready to love a dog right now. Tell her. Right, and I and I do look tell forward her. Say to it right now. No, tell her well, it, it hurts hurt. so it hurts much. Much, and I'm not ready for another dog right now. To open your no 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 that you're not ready to open your heart to a dog right now. And I'm not ready to open my heart to another dog right now. And Danielle, you tell him I want to bury my hurt in another puppy right now. I do. I want to bury my hurt in a puppy right right this moment. Okay. Now let me explain something to you about love. Love puts both of those things you just said. Second mm-hmm. to how the other feels. Mm. And you hug each other. And you will eventually not be so desperate, Danielle, to bury yourself in another puppy. And Tony will not be so desperate to not feel those feelings again because it hurts. And when you both are at that point, you will have another puppy peeing and pooping in the house. So it's trained. Okay. So hug each other, please. That's the point of this love thing. You turn mm-hmm. to each other. You don't turn on each other. Two, not on. So we're going to hang up now, and you guys are going to spend a full 45 seconds in a hug. Am okay. I clear? Yes. You can yeah. you can go to a minute if you want, but it can't be less than forty five seconds. Uh, a minute might be pushing it. <laughs> well, forty five <laughs> is good. I'm good okay. with forty five. All right. Okay. We okay, appreciate sweetie. it. Thank you. You're welcome. I recommend that you do get another pet soon. But I think you should take the advice I got from my vet which is don't get another that is exactly like the one you're missing because you'll put extra demands on the new dog to be the dog you lost. Not fair to the new dog. At first, I too thought I would never get another dog, but then I realized that I wanted that love in my life again and I missed the routine of having a dog. Cynthia wasn't just missing Jet when she called, she was missing the companion that she'd spent every day of the past eight years with. 
Cynthia, welcome to the program. Yes, yes, Dr. Laura. What can I do for you? Um, I um, I recently had to put my um, my pet dog to sleep 35 days ago, and um, I'm not. I don't think I'm handling it like um, like I should. Okay. Um, can you I just have, take a I moment have... out to? Can you just take a moment out to tell me how you should be handling it, please? I guess the the last time I had to. No. Can you just down. answer my question? If I were I, handling it right, I would be. What? Not as weepy. I I, I break down and cry almost every day. So if and you I, were handling it like right, that's... you wouldn't be overwhelmed with grief and crying. Well, Cynthia, yeah. I'm here to tell you that's not handling it right. That's having no feelings. How old are you? I'm 62. Are you married? Yes. Happily? Um, we have a pretty good marriage, yes. Okay, and how long did you have this dog? Since... 2009, I rescued her, and we think she was about That's all I want to know is how long you've been. had the dog, okay? Do you have any kids? Eight years. Eight years. Do you have any kids? No. No. Okay. No. So you're happily married. You don't have kids. You rescued this dog, and this was family. And now yes. the dog is gone, and you had to be the one to sort of pull the plug because of the yes. health reasons, and you didn't want your baby to suffer. And you're crying every day because right. you miss the dog, and you're thinking that's not healthy. And I'm telling you this is normal, and I've never been able to cure normal. I've tried many times. Okay. This is normal. That's it. Okay. You're going to feel bad. And one day, you're going to go back to the pound or wherever you got a dog, and you're going to look around, and you're going to see into a dog's eyes, and you're going to go, that's my dog. When you're ready, that's what you'll do. But you'll never forget this dog because you have a special place in your heart for this dog. Yes. So cry, cry every day for a while. That's okay. Must have been a very special dog. Oh, God. She was, yes. Yeah, tell me, tell me a really cute story about her. <laughs> well, she, uh, she, I took her to be, I always like to take my dogs to be trained at the, you know, by, a, mm -hmm. you know, their manners and all that. Um, right. Yeah. I can't stand an ill-mannered dog. Canine yeah. good citizen, you know. Right. Exactly. And we took her and uh, she knew everything already. It was like she was aced everything and she would heal. She would stay right by me. She followed me everywhere, did everything perfect. Wow. She didn't bark. She didn't dig. She didn't, you know, she didn't want, I mean, she was just a perfect mannered, beautiful creature. Boy, you got lucky there picking out that dog. And I would take her to the lake. Uh, I'm retired. So about four days a week, we would go to the lake, have a picnic. And, and I'm here at the lake right now. Where and what would she do at the lake? Sniff around. Sniff, you know. Uh, we would have a, a quilt and we'd sit down and have our picnic. <laughs> and uh, I'd brush her. And we'd go for the walk. And, she was your uh, buddy. Once, once I let her off lead, just to see, you know. And she kept going and going and sniffing. And I just hung back to see what she would do when she realized I wasn't right there. And she got about maybe, oh, 30 yards, 30, you know, from me. And she turned and she looked for me and she saw me and she ducked her little head and just ran to me mm. so, so joyously, just there you are. And um, she was just precious, just precious. What was her name? Her name was Jet, and I called her Jet. Nina because she was my baby. 
And uh, we rescued her at the Air Force Base. She was running loose, so we named her Jet. <laughs> she was black. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. And so <clears throat> she was probably five or six when we rescued her. And uh, so she was probably 13, maybe, you know. For a, for a big dog, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I guess. But you're just never ready, never ready. No, you're not. And like I said, she was with me 24-7. And, and uh, yeah. And you miss her. She was my whole routine. Yeah, she was your whole routine. It's kind of jarring, huh? Yes. You get up and you go, mm, I don't exactly know what to do with myself. And sometimes I think I would hear her in the dining room. Her tags tinkling up against the water bowl, and so I moved those bowls, I put them in the closet, you know, and I would still, I would still hear it once in a while. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I'm happens. just having a hard time. No, you're not. You're having a normal time grieving. Would you, would you Thank really you. like to feel less about this? Think about it. Would you really not want to feel bad? It does hurt. Of course it does, but that's where we got the word bittersweet. Bittersweet comes with the concept that the only reason it's bitter is because it was so sweet. If yeah. she was a crappy dog, you wouldn't be on the phone with me right now. If you didn't bond with her, you wouldn't be on the phone with me right now. If she was just a bother, you wouldn't be on the phone. It was because you loved her so much and she was so special and you two had something unusual. And that's a lot to lose. So the only problem I have with you right now is I don't like you criticizing yourself for feeling like you do. That's just makes no sense to me. This is perfectly reasonable. Okay. Okay. It's hard for people who aren't dog people to Oh, understand. I think that's right. I think that's totally right. So, well, as I said, and I'm going to say okay. this one last time, and then I'm going to dump you. You ready? Okay. Yes. Okay. Here. When you're ready, and my opinion is it should be sooner rather than later, without making a commitment to following through, go to a couple of rescues. Just walk around. Okay. Just go to a couple of rescues and walk around. If nothing speaks to you, go home. One day, just like Jet, you're going to look into a dog's eyes, the dog's going to look into your eyes, and you're going to think, oh, my God, this is my dog. And that doesn't mean you love Jet less or that you have forgotten her. It means if you're capable of that much love for a dog, you should give that love to another dog. Yes. Yes. Or the dog will be terminated. Yes. Okay. Unless it's one of those no-kill rescues, you know. We've got it. We've got a no-kill rescue here. I can. Good. Just walk around. Just do it today, tomorrow. It's the weekend. Just walk around. No commitment. You don't have to bring a dog home. Don't even put any pressure on yourself. Don't think you shouldn't. Don't think you should. Just walk around and stand in front of each cage and just look at them. Okay. I will. You'll know. You knew with this dog, and you'll know. You'll know. Okay. But when somebody Thank like you. you has this much love to give, I don't want to see it constipated. Thank you. You're very welcome, sweetie. Cynthia didn't have children. She had Jet, and now she's dealing with the bittersweet reality of missing the love they shared. Well, you know, you're supposed to feel like crap when you lose a pet you love, and nobody can snap their fingers and make it better. You have to endure it. The human condition is that when we lose something we are attached to, it hurts. 
The bitter and the sweet go hand in hand. Embrace the sadness. It telegraphs the love. So what are my tips for mitigating the pain? If you can, be there with your pet when it's time. Hold them. Tell them how much you love them, what they meant to you. Be honest with your children about the situation and involve them in the process. Allow yourself to feel the real feelings instead of trying to move past them. You can't bypass that first step after a loss, which is feeling like crap. Do get another pet. And this very morning, believe it or not, I got an email from Lisa. It tops this off. She wrote, I just finished listening to an April call of the day in which a man was crying because he recently lost his dog. This reminded me of what our veterinarian said to me and my mom many years ago when we lost our dog, Jesse. We were crying, telling our vet that we never will get another dog. The vet responded, dogs need people like you. Since then, we have had and lost Rusty, and now we have Riley. I have never forgotten that comment and tell others the same when they say, They will never get another dog. Yeah. And as always, go do the right thing. If you like this podcast, be sure to rate it on Apple Podcasts or your favorite place to listen to my podcast. Of course, I'd love if you gave me five stars. And be sure to share this podcast with a friend on Facebook or your preferred social media platform. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid is about performance. Not just on the road, but in life. With not only trunk space, but room to make memories. It's electric with a backup plan where the only speed that matters is how fast you can slow down. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. Performance where it matters the most. Visit volvocars.com US to learn more. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.